back to another episode of Big Facts No Cap, the only podcast that's number one with people who drink cocacero and people who eat at El Novillero. I'm Adrian, as always, here with Paul. Let's get big factin'. Let's get no cappin'. I am your captain. Big Facts No Cap Big Facts No Cap No Cap Big Facts No Cap Welcome to the hyenas, Dan. I was about to say meow. Obviously, hyenas don't make that sound. Welcome to the hyenas, Dan. Ha 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 ha. They laugh <laughs> is what I learned from Lion King. They all sound like Jimmy Carr. <laughs> yours is more guttural. Yours, yours sounds like he's choking. Yours sounds really <laughs> horrific. <laughs> It sounds like someone joking in a horror movie. Oh my god, do you remember that really dumb joke from middle school? Like, what did Cinderella say when she got to the ball? And then you make a, like, gagging sound because the joke oh. is she was sucking a dick. That's nasty. She don't do that. She's a lady. One night, and he's obsessed with her, Adrian, what do you think happened in the bathroom? I didn't realize Cinderella was the throat goat in your mind. I did recently watch the Lizzie McGuire Cinderella. Good movie. Lizzie McGuire Cinderella. Was that a decom or what was that? It's like one of the ones that's like in the modern day. She works at like a uh, a diner and mm. the boy is like a kid from school that they've secretly been texting each other anonymously for a while. Ooh. There's like a masked party at their school for some reason, which I don't think any high school ever plans one of those. They're masquerade. never doing masquerades? They're never doing a Eyes Wide Shut? I don't think usually. Yeah, I don't know if I need to keep describing the Lizzie McGuire Cinderella. I think the audience knows. Honestly, you're coming off really ignorant right now, Adrian. That makes sense. I uh, I recently watched uh, two people argue about the logistics of Cinderella. Is that multiple people would have the same foot size or they didn't believe in magic? What was their issue? It was like, yo, if the shoe fit perfectly, how did it slip off? <laughs> Oh, that, and then the other person uh, that was also like... annoyed me as a kid. That did also annoy me. Like, famously, the hole of a shoe is smaller than. <laughs> and then than the, the other fuck. person was like, well, it more some game. wasn't it all like pumpkins and shit? Shouldn't it have turned back after midnight? <laughs> no, but that was the one thing that fell off of her. So the witch didn't know to turn it back. So if she had taken all of it off, she could have just kept it the next day? No, because the witch, the fairy godmother would have seen that and been like, uh uh-uh. uh. But she just didn't know about that shoe. Mm, okay. That tracks. I know you were trying to ruin it because you do love little narratives where you ruin famous things from childhood. Mm-hmm. Give me another one, I'll ruin it. Hansel and Gretel is already so dark. Uh, those kids were Nazis. They should have died. <laughs> Just because their names were Hansel and Gretel? Actually, they were Hitler tracks. youth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, I watched Jojo Rabbit and Hitler youth aren't that bad. They're kind of charming and funny. Mm. Thank you, Taika Waititi, for teaching us all a valuable lesson. <laughs> They just didn't know. I still haven't watched that movie yet. Um, it's real quirked up. It's a real quirked up white boy movie. Ooh, okay. I'm kind of into that. True. Maybe I'll do a little double feature with Next Goal Wins. Uh, that movie's been getting bad reviews, which kind of surprised me. It's because they don't want to see indigenous people in football succeed. Paul, what's your favorite sports movie? You seem like a Coach Carter. Oh, I don't know that one. Basketball, Samuel Jackson. Whips kids into shape. 
kicking and screaming, I guess, by per- pure, like, that's only what I've watched multiple times. Ooh. Trying to think, what else would even qualify and have any significance in my? Oh wait, wait, she's the man. Tokyo Drift. I'm being ridiculous. Oh, she's the man. Okay. Oh wait, does racing count? Then yeah, Tokyo Drift is better than she's the man. Ooh, I don't know about that. Time to pounce. <laughs> Time to pounce. Um, Coach Carter and uh, Glory Road. I liked both of those and watched those at my uh, neighbor's house multiple times because they had the DVD. Glory Road is the one about integrating black people into college basketball and specifically has the like scene at the end where it's like the little black bar saying what happened to everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Coach Carter, I think, was more fictional. So that one was more of like, you know, Samuel L. Jackson whipping some kids in a bad neighborhood in shape with through basketball. Watch out for us doing a review episode on Lady Ballers unless another podcast gets to it first and scoops us on that. Those bastards. And this is the new Daily Wire flick. Uh, yeah, the other one for me was Bend It Like Beckham. Did you watch that as a kid? No, I watched it with you older. Ah, Dorley and I love that movie. It's a certified hood classic for me and Dorley. The part where the British lady's mom thinks that they're lesbos together was she's like, my daughter's not a wee lesby. And she's like, mom, no, we're not lesbies. We're just both problematically into our coach who has a unfair power dynamic with us and he wants to fuck both of us. And then the dad's just sitting in the back and he's like, jalebi, baby. <laughs> Her mom's like, there's no way you as a Muslim woman is allowed to play soccer. And her dad's just like, jalebi, baby. <laughs> Here's your soccer cleats. <laughs> Guys, a good movie. Shout out to Goal, too. Goal was a real, uh, that one was more aspirational. That one was literally just kid, little Mexican kid in the streets gets picked up to play uh, for Newcastle. Dude, you know what movie is super fucked up and nobody talks about it? Well, I'm I'm sure people talk about Schindler's it. Schindler's List. No, it's not a sports movie, but it's. I guess I was just thinking of TBS movies. What women want? With uh, I have no idea what that is. What's his name? Uh, anti-Semite. Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that was enough for me to get it. We'd be really <laughs> good at Pyramid. <laughs> he plays a marketing executive who is really misogynistic, but then he's like losing his portfolio to a new woman in his marketing company Ruh-roh. he's gonna call her the n-word big uh she's winning all the big clients and then he while trying to research women falls into a bathtub with a hair straightener because he's like trying to research women so he's like doing his toenails he's you know mm. uh taking a bath with candles all around it reading girly mags he has a hair straightener for some reason and he falls into the bathtub with the hair straightener gets electrocuted and wakes up with the power to hear women's thoughts Oh, I thought it was going to be him turning into a woman, not being able to hear women's thoughts. No, he can, and at first he uses that power to misogynistic ends, to sleep with women, to steal their clients, mm. to do a lot of horrible things. But then he slowly learns women are people too. Can he like focus in or is it just all the time he's hearing women's thoughts? This is a horror movie? All the time, I think. But like you have to be close to them physically. Mm. So he just hears what they're thinking in the room. So like... He uses that to, like, get laid a bunch, but he also uses it to steal the, like, women people's ideas. Women Ooh. people. <laughs> the women people's the ideas. The women people's ideas. And what's the resolution? Does he lose his powers? Oh, he realizes that his secretary that he's been mean to the whole movie and kind of dismissive of is thinking about committing suicide, and he runs <gasps> to save her. Whoa. And gets electrocuted again, and I want to say, after saving oh. her. No, he falls in love with the other woman whose ideas he was stealing, but I don't... He gets electrocuted mm. again at some point and loses the ability to hear women's thoughts. I will. I'll, I'll go ahead and nitpick. Uh, you can only get electrocuted once. Electrocute means to die by electricity. Oh, okay. He gets shocked. You're right. You're right. 
<laughs> anyway, uh, this is a timeless app, so I'm sure everybody yeah. here wants to check out timeless. timeless movie, timelessly offensive movie, What Women Want, starring Mel Gibson. Mm. Yeah. So it's a comedy? It's like a romantic comedy? Yeah, I guess. Anything else? Should we get into the theme? How else uh, has your week been? Your two days since we last recorded? Oh, you know, I told Marshall about this today, and, uh, well, first of all, multiple things. Okay, the reason that I talked to Marshall this morning is because a old friend of mine is giving a seminar, uh, for entomology next week, and he was like, oh, if you want to meet him for lunch, here's the sign-up link for grad students. Uh, entomology. We always do pizza for our grad student lunches with speakers. Apparently, they're just going to the Mexican restaurant, and they're like, here's the menu. What do you want us to order for you? And I was like, what? How much money do y'all have for these lunches? What the fuck is going on? I mean, Are I'll you take upset a you didn't burrito. do entomology since it seems so similar to what your research is anyway? You could have just been I in mean, that department. I hate all of those nerds who are in the grad group, so I would have hated it way more socially. But yeah, apparently they got way better funding than we do. I mean, their TA ships would have been easier to get if I was in entomology. Um, I guess you wouldn't have had Brian, though. No, Brian's in entomology. Oh, yeah. Why didn't you yeah. do that? It seems like you fucked up, homie. Animal behavior is cooler. I like the people better. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have gotten any lifelong. But is it Marshall in entomology? Is he like bringing back yeah, the he's cool a fucking swag? Dweeb. Um, Marshall would have been a good contribution to animal behavior. He's not a tour de force in among himself. In amongst himself, like personality yeah. wise. Damn. Yeah, he's not going to make a whole grad group cool, but he would have been a cool contribution to a cool grad group. Oh, okay, okay, gotcha. Yeah, I don't know. I think um, but Marshall's anyway. really cool. I think he's definitely much cooler than you. You should have seen him. Oh, yeah, for sure. You should have seen him during Friendsgiving with him and Arthi doing a whole adult like uh, dinner party thing. They were adorable. Oh, they that's had little cute. flights of soup. They had Did all matching plates. Yeah, he wore a sweater. He wore a tie. <laughs> he looked like a high school geography teacher. <laughs> uh, I love no, that. No, I think he was just wearing his regular clothes. But yeah, oh, they, were, they were pretty adorable. <laughs> Marshall, take off uh, the Thrasher t shirt. Arthi put all this effort in. The. The I least know, you could right? do is put one of those like thin British band ties. Ooh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Or um, British invasion ties. But anyways, yeah, he was trying to get me to go to that, and I was like, oh yeah, that sounds good. Um, but then I was mentioning to him, and I was like, oh yeah, by the way, I think uh, I should be able to go next week. I'll be pretty free because I'm pretty sure by the end of today I will be officially done collecting all of the data for my PhD. Uh, and he was like, oh, are you celebrating? And I was like, you know what? It's been so overdue it didn't even cross my mind as something to celebrate it was like that's one thing done before i leave for vacation and i got a couple other things to do um but i guess yeah that's one thing to say is uh not an update but a future maybe tomorrow update is uh i will be fully in data analysis and writing as of tomorrow oh and the other thing that i mentioned was that that basically means that there's no reason for me to ever go into lab again uh which is a weird thought too and so uh yeah i don't know Oh, also, I don't know if this is worth stating, but my friend Cam just had a baby. Oh, shout out to Cam and baby Cam. I was like, baby's having babies, yeah. Little uh, half black, half uh, Filipina baby. When did you meet Cameron? The year was 1996. It was Brooklyn. <laughs> I was on the mean streets doing some graffiti tagging. Uh, okay, okay. You were that pillar of hip hop. I was a B-boy. That makes sense. Is Cameron from New York or am I tripping? No, you're right. He is. Okay. He was like, hmm, Adrian, I love that pink sweater you're wearing. That's pretty swagged out. And you saw a little twinkle in his eye. 
Mm-hmm. Never gave you credit for it, but that's the story behind it. That's the thing. Hip-hop's all about borrowing and taking without credit. Are you going to do that thing where, like, for the month after your graduation, you make me call you doctor? For the month? For the next lifetime. Oh, really? Okay. Doctor yeah. Adrian. Yeah, we're going to start saying the number one podcast hosted by Paul and Dr. Perez. <laughs> You meet Cornell West, and he's like, Brother Adrian, you're like, Dr. Adrian. Dr. Adrian. (laughs) Dr. Brother Adrian. Dr. Adrian Perez, PhD, Dr. Brother. Brother Doctor. We're not that far yet. Let's let's hold off on that. Uh, The theme of Runo. Yeah. I'm drinking it right now. Nice. I'm not. Are you a soda head? Yeah, I think I had it in my GQ Essentials. Is like I drink at least like one or two uh, Coke Zeros uh, a day. For the caffeine or because you just really love the flavor? Usually to mix with alcohol. Mm. And uh, the thing is, oh, also during the day, it is just like a nice source of caffeine because coffee is too heavy for me sometimes. But, uh, you know, I'll go ahead and I'll say, former President Donald Trump, I've never seen a skinny Guatemalan drink Coke Zero Cherry <laughs> Vanilla. <laughs> oh, you go for cherry vanilla? You see, every time I get cherry vanilla. That's a vanilla, very inaccessible flavor. I get cherry. Cherry's usually uh, on the shelves. I was going to say, every time I drink it, I'm like, ooh, this is a little special. <laughs> It's, it has to be at a freestyle machine. That's why yeah. I like the one uh, pizza by the slice place over in uh, Isak Giovanni's. Mm. You get two slices and a, and a Coke freestyle. Can't wait for Cam's son to be old enough that you can take him to Giovanni's. Shout out to both. Uh, I think it might be a daughter. Shout out to Cam's daughter. Yeah. Living out in the Bay. I don't know when they're going to go to Giovanni's. He was one of our grad students who learned how to do enough data visualization to go to Apple. Ooh, shout out to him. Yeah, did a whole PhD on Black Widow spiders just to go and turn go to Apple. Makes sense. It's not really profitable to be into Black Widow spiders. Yeah. Ain't that the way. Uh, yeah, what about you, Paul? You big soda head? Oh, yeah. By the way, our theme is soda. Pop. Coke. Coke. Which I don't resonate Cola's. with. People say people in the South call it a Coke, and I, I don't think anyone I, I know has ever just called it a blanket Coke. Yeah, me either. Yeah, that's what people say. They're always saying. Folks, were there any good stories from Trump being at the Clemson-USC game? Uh, The marching band flipped him off. Uh, We heard Phil talk Everybody? about how a woman came there up to him. There wasn't like one conservative who didn't do it? In the marching band? Yeah. I'm sure some of them have to use both of their hands at all times, so. Uh, the trombone players kinda, couldn't do it? Yeah. It, it was, did you hear this story about Maccabi Haifa? No, what's that? Oh, wait, shit. Are you about football. to say Maccabi Haifa my dick? Oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> These nuts. Uh, they are an Israeli football team that I think had a Europa League match or some kind of match against like a Dutch or Swedish team where they held a banner up that said like bring the hostages home or whatever. And one of the guys, for whatever reason, didn't put his hands on the banner visibly. And so one of like the higher ups in the Israel government was calling for his citizenship to be renounced because he wasn't full throatedly <laughs> promoting the uh, bring the hostages home message that they were trying to put out. They just uh, Hamas just offered to release every hostage for a full ceasefire. And I'm going to guess that a lot of people who said that it was all about bringing the hostages home mm. might not have been as uh, as true to their word about their intentions because uh what what is genocide that's what they're doing and clearly what they want to do speaking of which i feel bad saying what i said because aren't we supposed to be boycotting both pepsi and coke are we i don't know i think they're they both have strong ties to israel paul how do you define a soda a carbonated 
flavored beverage. Typically Does it have to be canned. Sweetened? Um, does it have to be sweetened? Yes, I think so, right? I think so. That's part of the definition, yeah. I think that's what separates it from sparkling waters. Do you got a Mount Rush? What's that? Mount Rushmore? Do I go to Mount Rushmore? Do you have a Mount Rushmore? <laughs> oh, like a soda I want to try? No, the four top sodas. <laughs> Paul, this is this is common language. Um No, I don't think so. Do you? I'm not really I can come a soda. Up with them pretty head. easily. I'm gonna go with a Coke Zero Cherry Vanilla. I'm gonna go with a Diet Dr. Pepper. Uh I'm going to go with Oh, I know what my last one is. So I just need to fill in this last spot. I think my third one, I probably do like a lemon limey one too. I just don't get them very often. I'm going to say, yeah, I'll put like a Sprite Zero up there or something like that. Uh, and then I'm going to end it with uh, Blenheim's Red Cap Ginger Ale or Ginger Beer. Actually, I think they call it Ginger Ale, even though it's spicier than most ginger beers. Number one. I don't have a specific brand of ginger ale, but I guess that would be there for me. Then Sprite. Then a Diet Coke. Mm. Then oh, over at said, carbonated water. What about a root beer? Is it part of it? You big root boy? No, I know sometimes Drake would have Dr. I like on his. Sometimes I like root beer, but not enough to. Not like a when you go to Groucho's, you like their old timey uh, black cherry soda. No. Oh, I do oh, you love know that. what wouldn't make it on there for me? Uh, what's that one? All Southern boys drink. Uh, cheer wine. Cheer wine. Yo, Cheerwine actually might make it on. You know what? Take out Coke uh, Sprite Zero. I'm putting Cheerwine in mine. Oh, you're a Southern boy NC like that? NC represent. NC represent. You, you, like to get, you like to go to cookout and get the Cheerwine float? No, that's too much sugar. But I do remember when I went to summer camp in North Carolina was the first time I ever got Cheerwine. And I got the whole lore and like the, this is our, this is our shit right here, brother. I mean, Pepsi, Pepsi's gotten so big that like the born in the Carolina slogan doesn't really mean anything. But Cheerwine. Whoa, still, Pepsi's from Carolinas? Up. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah, you never seen the billboards? Born no. in the Carolinas? Yeah. And Coke's from Georgia, right? Like, it's all from, uh, it's all from around our way. Yeah. Speaking of which, I am in that really dicey, uh, part of a conversation on a dating app right now where I let someone know that I'm from South Carolina. I have literally lost multiple, uh, people on dating apps from saying that I'm from South Carolina. Why is that? What? <laughs> Isn't that, like, kind of charming? No, I think for California uh, people, they're just like, oh, he must be like some... And we've already talked about politics, but I think sometimes even then people are like, ooh, reactionary. I didn't know Californians were so bigoted. Mm-hmm. They're like, South Carolina, only two types of people from there. Do you call it cola and they find that so off-putting? Where they're like, I can't get married to somebody who's going to call it a Coke my whole life. It's going to bother me. Mm. I'm just not going to message this guy back. That's like a grandma talking about everything's a Nintendo. Um, yeah, any other uh, regional brands or anything like that or small batch things that you're into? All right, regional, international. Oh, Coke World. You've been to Coke World, right? Yeah. Anything interesting about that? The Cokes around the world? Yeah, yeah, that's a fun room. Uh, for those who don't know, in Atlanta, Georgia, you can go to the uh, Coke Museum. ATL, huh? And at the end of the Coke Museum, the one part every kid wants to beeline to during the school field trip. Cokes around the world. Where they have like... A bunch of machines. Each machine represents like one country, and then they have like a bunch mm -hmm. of spigots that you can get or that continent. country. Yeah. Oh, one continent. Okay. Yeah, I think it's generally like Africa, South America, like 
I think the Italian one is usually there that everybody's like, that one's nasty. But that one is like mm-hmm. super carbonated. I've told you this before because I, I, I got like the insider tip from the, the tour guide or whatever. It's a palate cleanser for wine. Yeah. Yeah. Beverly. Beverly is the soda. That's the Italian like super harsh bubbly water uh, that no one likes because it's not meant to be drunk as like a soda. It's meant to be a palate cleanser. Mm, it's like a saltine, but liquid. It's like a pickled ginger in a sushi. Except I like pickled ginger. I'd probably just have that as a snack if I had it at home. It is good. I like it better than dried ginger. Dried ginger has too much of like a chew to it. Do you mean like crystallized candy ginger or you're just eating chunks of ginger, just taking a bite? You're like, why doesn't this taste good? I mean, trying to eat it like an apple. It just doesn't work. Yeah, candy ginger. That's what I meant. Yeah. Um, The other thing that I've been on record talking about before is that my family's a big Coke family. We will do a thing where they're like, oh, we only have Pepsi products. Is that okay? And we'll be like, yeah, I'll just take water. (laughs) I've always made fun of people for that. They taste so different. Like, I think I've done the taste test with Tin before that Dr. Diet Pepsi and Diet Coke are worlds apart. I've never done the taste test where I drink them right next to each other. I believe people as somebody who's never drank one right after the other. In the time spans where I'm drinking them, I can't taste the difference. Insane. Insane. That's like a podcast where I heard someone who's in food media say, if you were... If you had your eyes closed and I gave you a lime and a lemon, you wouldn't be able to tell which one is which. And I was like, are you dumb? Are you stupid? People claim that about apples and potatoes. If you plug your nose and you can't smell them, that they you couldn't tell the difference. Just because texturally the same? They're under, yeah. Well, I guess a raw potato, maybe. Or cooked. Are they both cooked? No, no. I think, I think they're both raw is the claim. I've never tested it. I have no idea. But I've heard people claim that. Hmm. I don't trust like that. <laughs> But I like how lemon and li- lemon and lime. I think I could tell. I, I think that's way m- more strongly a deferring flavor than Coke and Pepsi. Yeah, nah, I think they're both about there. Do you like any of the um, lime cokes or orange cokes or coffee cokes or any of those things? Oh, Besides I thought the, the coffee you can get coke, at coke world. But... People were always said the coffee coke was surprisingly good. I thought it was kind of nasty. Yeah, um, there is one thing that I'll do sometimes where. Uh, I heard it's a thing in Spain, and that's what makes me feel like it's okay to do. But I have heard that Coke and cheap wine is a thing. So if I get like a big thing of boxed wine and it just like isn't that good, I'll just do do a little dupe of Diet Coke in no, there. No, Izzy put me onto that, but with Sprite and uh, wines, and I do that sometimes. Ooh, Sprite cheap sangria. Wine. Yeah. All right. Should Anything we get else? into columns? Nah, we probably should, yeah. All righty, Adrian. Uh, so I brought in Ask Amy this week, the Denver Post, uh... And originally, this was posted in Washington Post, but they're paywalled. So, uh, since Washington it was syndic- Post, since it was syndicated out to the Denver Post, we're using that one. This is called "Ask Amy." Soda theft provided teachable moment. Mm. Dear Amy, my husband and I have been good friends with another couple for more than ten years. We meet them for dinner with our families on a regular basis. I have noticed that my friend, who is an affluent money manager, will order water, get a cup, and then serve herself soda from the self-serve soda fountain. This theft embarrasses me to no end. And frankly, I find stealing on even a small level to be a sign of bad morals. We have small children, and I do not want them thinking this behavior is okay. The more I venture out in public, the more I see people stealing drinks, 
making me wonder, how do people justify this behavior? The knowledge that the cost is passed on to the rest of us is also irritating. On the other hand, we do love these people, and I don't want to anger my husband by offending them. How should I handle this? From Conflicted. How do you handle a soda, Thief Adrian? I, uh, my first comment was going to be about the fact that I like the idea of someone being a money manager who isn't affluent themselves. <laughs> <laughs> I'm one of those poor money managers. I do it for the love of the game. Yeah, or just one of those things where you're like, I'm really good in my profession, I just can't bring it home with me. <laughs> so when I get home, I'm just spending willy-nilly. Um... I mean, the big thing here that's embarrassing is that normally the way companies do this is that a water cup is see-through, right? So you can see that people aren't drinking water out of it, which I guess can be a little bit embarrassing. I think I could see their money manager friend saying, this is why I have the amount of money that I do because I'm not wasting pennies like you on <laughs> soda. I mean, it kind of goes back to my uh, shoplifting opinion, which is I don't think. Oh, I thought that too, because I saw this when I was looking for advice columns and I was like, do we want to reignite the shoplifting <laughs> debate again about how any stealing is immoral? I don't think my opinion was that it was immoral. It just makes you feel bad to be like a mm -hmm. nuisance. And I think this kind of reflects that and that like that the cost is being put onto everybody else of them stealing this two cents worth of soda. I guess I remember when I worked at a place uh, at Moe's, I didn't really give a shit when people stole sodas. I was OK with it. So mm -hmm. as long as they didn't ask for ice. Um, I don't think we cared either. I actually even can't. I mean, I can remember people asking for waters and getting soda. And or what was the other thing that happened? There was something at Tokyo Grill where like the, the issue and like the conflict was. I think it might have been asking for sauce where if you ring somebody up all the way through and they pay and they're like, oh, by the way, can I get an extra sauce? We don't charge them because it doesn't make sense to be like, do you have a quarter on you? But if they do it while they're ordering, then they pay the extra quarter for every sauce that they do. And so that was one of those things where, like, we were taught just, like, if they ask afterwards, I don't know, fuck it, what are you going to do? You're not going to, no one has a quarter on them, so whatever. Which I don't think is totally similar to this, but, yeah. I would always purposefully, when I was going through a drive-thru at a fast food place, ask for the sauce after. Mm -hmm. And they would just give it to you. And they started asking me to, like, actually pay-pay like in oh, the last yeah, really? five years yeah i think like the Damn. the initiatives from corporate changed about what you're supposed to do or something because now i usually hand yeah. over my card damn swiping a card for 25 cent back is awesome yeah that's why i like taco bells that they just throw it in there whereas like the popeyes that i go to and they have that reputation it literally has it outlined on the thing which is like if you get this many chicken tendies you get this many sauces and you have to pay for more which like why are sauces so expensive but also that like this is that is where they're losing their money yeah is that where the margins are also that's also my argument about soda is that i feel like if you pay so much for like the syrup and like you just add carbonated water to it the the markup on this thing is absolutely insane, mm -hmm. which I guess means the opposite is that that's where their money comes from. So you have to be mad about people not paying for it. I don't know. I have no idea if it goes to the restaurant or to Coca-Cola. I think it all goes to Halliburton. But you brought up Taco Bell and shout out to Taco Bell. I love that even if you get like two tacos for three bucks, they still give you enough sauce as if you're feeding a whole family for months. I love that they just take mm -hmm. like handfuls of hot sauce, just throw it into your bag. Do you do that thing where your desk drawer just has some, like, random sauces left over in it? Sometimes, yeah. I think mine has a Burger King barbecue sauce from, like, 
three months ago. <laughs> That's all I got right now. Ben used to make fun of me for that, and I was like, man, whatever. That McDonald's barbecue sauce is going to come in handy when I need it. Yeah. And you're the one, one who's going to look stupid. Foolish boy. So would you confront this friend? Yeah, I wouldn't, but it is so embarrassing. Did the, chil- did the children understand this scenario? Oh, that was a funny detail. We have small children that they don't know what's going on. Shut the fuck up. Stop pretending that mm-hmm. your children are traumatized. They don't even notice. Well, corrupted, not traumatized. Oh, uh, okay. They might think it's okay to do. Also, why are you going to a fast food place with your adult friend so often that this is a recurring problem? That is a good question, yeah. <laughs> with, with your, your money manager friends. adult friend. <laughs> You're stopping by Wendy's really often with these money managers? That's where you guys like to go get dinner? Yeah, I was about to say, what do you think they're going to like a Panera? What's the nicest place that has a self-serve soda fountain? Giovanni's and Isak? Oh yeah, Giovanni's and Isak. We do both know about that place. That's true. That's true. That's the place with the freestyle machine. <laughs> That's the place with the freestyle machine. Come on. Oh, a single slice of pizza. And they gotta go there. They gotta teach their kids about it. Come on now. Um... I don't know what your friendship with these people is like, but if you bring it up, you have to do it in a way where you're kind of mocking them so explicitly that it's a joke. You're like, what Mm. are you, poor? Buy your soda. What's wrong with you? Do you need me to cover the check? Maybe go somewhere where you have a waitress so they can't do this? Mm. Or do you think that if they do that, they're going to do the thing where they ask for water, but then also ask for lemons and Splenda? So they can make their own lemonade. <laughs> Wait, the the one wedge of lemon they give you is enough to make? <laughs> no, you ask for extra. Oh, give me multiple wedges of lemon. I want three mm-hmm. to four lemons. Mm-hmm. And, don't, and don't fill up the glass all the way to the top. <laughs> well, you can suck down a little water uh, okay, by itself. Okay, okay, okay. Otherwise, you're losing value. Um, I didn't know people did that. That's funny. I feel like I've talked about that on pod before. Yeah, it's a thing people do at diners and stuff. Talking about that, you know what would embarrass me even more? If I was ordering mm-hmm. Starbucks with somebody and I heard them do one of those like save money tricks where you order like uh, a simple iced coffee and then ask for like, oh, but can you add like a squeeze of this? And you try to recreate the drinks by telling mm-hmm. them what ingredients to add explicitly. And it like mm-hmm. adds up to being less than if you just ordered a latte or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that'd be doing the old, uh, technically a uh, a McDouble that you ask for a piece of bread in the middle is cheaper than a, uh, <laughs> what is it? Uh, um, a Big, Big Mac. Mac. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's really about the sauce. You have to ask for the sauce. Um, yeah, and then tell the them you want your fries like without salt, so they have to make you your own batch of fries, so you get them fresh. Uh, God. Dude, people are such Who assholes. It? Who in Gerard Carmichael's writing team allowed that to be a joke in his show? Oh, was it? What episode? <laughs> that pro- life pro tip literally made it in as one of the jokes that the dad says in the show. He's like, that's how you get a fucking fresh fry every time. <laughs> that show was, it was like so Someone bad. in the writing staff just really wanted to share that with the world. <laughs> that show really was like reading a Reddit argument thread, but it was just every character was a different type of asshole from Reddit arguing with each other. <laughs> I think the issue was that he hadn't come out yet, and so I think his artistry was very stifled. Um, I know you said that we're not going to talk about it by name, because it's uh, no bueno, but have you thought about doing a soda thing at home? Anything that makes soda drinks at home? No. 
You don't like the idea that you can make it extra foamy or like less fizzy, just depending on how many like button presses you do. I'm not a soda head like that, I guess. Damn. That was one of the cool things about staying at my advisor's house is I got to make little sodas. Did you do any fun compass? No, because I never fucked with the flavorings. It was mostly just getting like carbonated water, but like depending on how much carbonation I wanted to put on it. Ooh, sometimes it's like early in the morning. You don't want too much carbonation, but late at night, come on, we're getting wild. I'm getting fizzy with it. Nah, 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 nah. You ever put just like vodka in there to see what would happen? No, I felt like that was going to break the machine. But I did use a lot of that sparkling water to do what I called a, uh, so these, this is a, you know, uh, uh, necessity is the mother of invention. He had a big plastic tub of grapefruit wedges in syrup, light syrup. And he had Bombay uh, gin and he had the sparkling water. And so I made a drink that I would do with like a couple of spoonfuls of the light uh, grapefruit syrup, one wedge gin and then soda water on top and it was good you ever think wow i could really make killing buying cheap white wine fizzing it up and reselling it as champagne well if it's not made in the champagne region i can't sell it as champagne that's part of the scam buddy save that for the episode on scams that i have in my phone ready to go <laughs> you fly over to champagne france and use the machine there to take the white wine at the champagne smart idea Wait, cut that out. I don't want anybody stealing that idea before we get to do it. Okay, okay, okay. Um, yeah, anything else about this one or do you want to you want to wrap it up? Cancel your friend, take a video of them calling them a Karen. Is I guess that is a little bit of a Karen move. I don't know. I think this person's being the police right now to be honest. Yeah. I don't know. The knowledge that the cost is passed on to the rest of us is also <laughs> irritating. I just don't think I believe that. Yeah, obviously that's not true. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Uh, do you want to get into the answer? Do you want to get the answer? Uh, yeah, I guess. All right. <laughs> Your children's morals will not be polluted or diluted by being around other people who behave unethically. Why? Because you are raising them. If anything, this presents a teachable moment where if they ask you, you can say, I would never want you to help yourselves to something you hadn't paid for. But she is making her own decisions and I'm not her mom. You can say to your friends privately, I notice you always help yourself to the soda when you haven't paid for it. Do you think that's ethical? Leave your husband and children out of it. She'll have a ready answer for why this is justifiable behavior, and you can respond honestly by telling her that you completely disagree. I'm telling you, her friend almost certainly has a reasoning about how this is why you're a broke bitch and this is why you keep inviting us to fast food restaurants. <laughs> it's like, you think I pay my taxes? You're a loser if you pay your taxes. Answer for this question writer. Bring a Mio, and they could just order their water. And you just squirt it in, and you're like, oh, you don't need to steal soda anymore. Is that kosher? Can you do that? I think so. You think the restaurant would be upset at you if you ordered a water and added your own Mio? Hey, we have a rule against that, and eating all the fully loaded nachos. <laughs> we have rules <laughs> yeah, against these yeah. things. Someone would probably report you, I have to assume. Yeah, maybe not. You're getting the water either way. What do they care if you add your own extra ingredient afterwards? So wait, you're saying that at a bar, if you order a soda and you add your own rum to it afterwards, <laughs> they can't be they can't be mad about that. Yeah, why can't they be mad about that? They charged you for the soda. That is a that's not a thing that I've really experienced because I've never been one of these people. But Phil's one of these people who's very big on like before sets, he won't drink at all, so he'll mm. normally just get a soda at a bar. I don't know if you need to know this as a life tip, but any of our audience members, if you're thinking, oh, I want a soda, I'm going to stop by McDonald's and get one, don't. Go to a bar. If you just ask for a soda, they'll give it to you for free. 
They have those little soda guns. Yeah, exactly. I've always wanted to use one of those. Me too. All right, we're off the rails. Should we get to the answer? Oh, wait, no. Should we get to mine? Yes, let's do it. All right. Yeah, so like I said, I think you were a little bit more skeptical than me that there'd be a lot of soda columns, but there weren't a lot of great soda columns. There were definitely like some choices, but I did end up being back in the Karen feeding and the slate just because it's a pretty good one. It's a pretty obvious topic, and we did hit on this a little bit earlier, but let's get to it a little bit deeper. This is Karen feeding sipping with the enemy. I am a no soda mom at home. When my kids visit friends, can I demand other parents respect my ban? By Nicole Cliff. Uh, September 14th, 2018. Um, and as you can tell from this picture, this is being asked by a child chugging a two liter. Actually, that looks like a three liter. That's like a big ass thing of soda. Okay. Dear Karen Feeding, I am the no soda mom. Diet or not, it's all terrible for you. I have been holding. Actually, that was a thing that I got into that I haven't talked about yet. But um, a lot of advice columns were people who I'm not sure what their qualifications are saying that diet soda is worse than you than regular soda. I noticed that too, and how can that possibly be true? Maybe I just don't understand science, but it feels like that can't be true. I think one of them gave the way the game away where they were like, well, it's sweetened with things that don't grow from the ground, so how could it be good for you? And I was like, okay, this person's an idiot. Um, but other ones felt more scientific, but I don't know. I didn't go through the articles, but it seemed like people were claiming that there's like a lot of research about this. I was like, is there? How? What? what? Do they not also research by what mechanism the yeah. other the diet soda is bad for you? Like I want like why is it hurting me so much that it's as bad as full sugar sodas? Aspartame coming for you, bruh. But then wouldn't it make like there's non-aspartame sweeteners, so wouldn't it make those just good for, I don't know. I guess I need to yeah. know more about this world of why diet soda is so evil. I am the no-soda mom. Diet or not, it's all terrible for you. I've been holding firm on this since our oldest son was born. Since our oldest was born. My husband has always thought I'm ridiculous, but it hasn't come up a lot recently. When our daughter came back from a play date with a ring of orange around her mouth, it was Orange Crush. I immediately called the hosting parents and told them in no uncertain terms that my children were not to be given soda ever, and that I'd appreciate a call next time before offering them a questionable food, pro- questionable food product. <laughs> My husband thinks I sound crazy and like a jerk, but I'm a dental hygienist and the science is on my side, and this is really important to me. Is a soda ban really so beyond the pale? Will I be seen as that mom? Ding dong, the witch is dead? So this brings a good topic up that we didn't really discuss as much as I wish we had in the uh, beginning, but uh, fruit sodas. Mm. You fuck with a grape soda? I do like a Fanta. I do like an Orange Crush and I do like a Fanta. Oh, the one made by the Nazis, okay. Which one is made by the Nazis? Fanta. Oh, you would have that. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm a vigilant consumer. <laughs> this mom? Out of her mind. And I love that she's like, the science is on mm. my side. That your child drinking orange crush once a year at a friend's house <laughs> is mm. going to destroy their teeth? What, what's the science say about that? You're out of your mind. <laughs> orange crush, not even once. It's a gateway soda. Next mm-hmm. thing you know, they're going to be drinking Diet Pepsi. They're going to be drinking Mountain Dew Code Red. Ugh. They're going to be sucking dick for an expired volt. <laughs> Unless it's like a food that's potentially an allergen, in which case, obviously, you should have told them ahead of time. I think it's pretty all right to give a kid a soda and just think like, worst comes to worst, even if the parent is not like 
doesn't let their kid drink soda. It's fine on special occasions, like hanging out with a friend to have a soda. Is that a special occasion? That happened a lot for me as a kid. Well, it's a special kid occasion. As a child, like, oh, I get to do mm. things I don't usually get to do. The rules are slightly looser. It's it's a fun time. It's not a time to be diligent about following yeah. all the house rules. I mean, I feel like I inherently want to dunk on this parent, because otherwise you're kind of doing a mom for liberty argument about how people shouldn't be making choices for your kid. Um, the one story that I remember is that my mom used to go... Oh, one thing that she so she doesn't get health insurance from the person that she works for, but she did get a free gym membership. So she went to the same gym that she would go to. Um, and she was talking to her trainer and her trainer was talking about how frustrated him and his wife were because their kindergarten teacher for their kid was doing a thing where every day they did a letter of the alphabet and to help the kids learn it, she would bring a different food product in. And he didn't realize until the day after that uh, D was going to be donuts uh, which also, I don't know how this teacher afforded food like that every day. I feel like they're barely able to afford highlighters. Uh, probably was a private school, to be honest. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, he was absolutely furious the first time his child ever had a donut was at school without his permission. And um, like, I think it's ridiculous, but I sort of get the sentiment. Why? It's someone making choices for your child that you're not that you're not they've involved had cake, in getting any. And they've had, but I refuse to let them have fried no, no, no. cake in a specific shape. That's upsetting to me. <laughs> How do you know they've had cake? Because it's a child. I think if you're that particular, common foods are something you don't want your child to have. That's all right, because that's like an allergen. Sometimes you do have to tell people that. You have to tell them ahead of time. You can't just assume Mm. that your child will never encounter donuts past the age of five. Mm -hmm. Like, that might just happen. That's up to your child then to either refuse it because you've taught them to refuse it, or you to tell the person they're with ahead of time that, oh, they can't have donuts either because I'm against them morally or because they're allergic to some ingredient, you know, for whatever reason. Otherwise, that's just a normal thing they might encounter. Orange crush, normal thing they might encounter. It's insane mm-hmm. to think that another parent should not give your child orange crush. To me, this sounds like a parent who calls up the another parent to yell at them because they watched Yu-Gi-Oh! at their house and they're like, that's a satanic show. How dare you let mm. my child watch Yu-Gi-Oh at your house? And then it's like, you should have told me ahead of time. Who knows what fucking weird shit you have a problem with? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like when you're that kind of person, though, the list is so long. Oh, okay. You're going to have to print it out. <laughs> you just got to be like, hey, by the way, I'm kind of a weirdo. So before you let them do anything, think, would a weirdo be upset about this? That's not bad. <laughs> WWWD. <laughs> what would weirdo do? <laughs> Just think in your head, would like a really weird person get unreasonably upset about this? And then if they would, don't let them do that. To be fair, I did not think that the issue was going to be dental hygienist. I thought it was going to be more general physician. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because what well, is it, I mean, teeth it are makes jeopardy? sense that they opened with like diet or not, because that's what even diet sodas are super bad for. They still rot your teeth as much as. Well, no, it's specifically the sugar that like helps rot your teeth in terms of like bacteria. I think it's a carbonation with sodas. It's a. I think it's got to be both, though. The sugar's got to be a one-two hit. Do fake sugars not rot your teeth as much as real sugar? I mean, maybe they're not as caloric, but why well, would they Well, it's about have... feeding bacteria. So if the bacteria can feed on it. Can bacteria not feed on fake sugars? Nah, they know that real shit. If you can't keep it real with yourself. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking about this too abstractly because I don't ever plan to have kids. Because obviously if I had kids, I'd be like, yeah, hey, do whatever with them. I don't know. You're in charge. <laughs> 
call me if they get hurt or something. But there's nothing that your kid could go over to another person's house and you wouldn't be worried about happening or seeing or doing or eating or... Lean? I would be upset if they came back and they were... <laughs> they had a bunch of lean. Okay. That seems fair enough. Uh, that doesn't seem like you're one of those parents for saying that. <laughs> what if they took a, the, the your child to church without your permission? I wouldn't give a shit. That's fine. And your child got really into it. I wouldn't care. That's fine. I think that'd be Scientology cool. Church. I think that'd be cool. I'd be and like, they wanted okay. to get an e meter. I'd be like, you got to teach me about Xenu because, brother, I tell you what, they're not going to tell me about the secrets of Xenu, so you got to get in. Mm, okay. Yeah, that was another one as a child. I used to think it was annoying because I had that. I mean, I'm sure you did too because you actually got into church because of like friends' families. But a lot of families yeah. would, as a Catholic, try to like give me a talk about Jesus. Like that was just a regular thing that would happen in South Carolina. I thought Jesus was also Catholic. No, he was Jewish, right? He was Jewish, but they think that we don't believe in the right type of Jesus. So they would sometimes mm. tell me about how Jesus, uh, you know, uh, came back to save me from my sins. The Jesus that you guys have, his abs are too chiseled. He was not that buff. <laughs> Y'all guys keep giving Jesus the, the, the cum gutters. He ain't got them in our religion. He's a little bit more of a dad bod. I guess people were more upset about the fact that we had saints. They saw that was polytheism, that we had saints. That, that we is so to. funny. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, either way, I mean, I remember my neighbors sometimes, like, very clearly trying to convert me. And as a child, never did much. I just thought my neighbors were dumb assholes. You ain't wrong. I was not. It's interesting that you kind of relate to these parents. I don't think there's any world where I'm like, oh, yeah, that makes sense to be upset about your kids. Coming back, having drank Orange Crush. I don't think the Orange Crush bothers me, obviously, but I think there's something about the principle of it. Really? If, even if you hadn't told them, you would be, you think the prin a principle has been broken? You think Soda's, like, naturally objectionable enough they should have understood that they needed to ask permission? No, I think this is one where they didn't train their child well enough. Their child should have been the first one to reject oh, it. Oh, come on now. What child is going to say no? Unless you have a... If your child says no to this, you have a bigger problem in that you're raising a bitch. <laughs> That's how you know the real issue's coming up. <laughs> if your child says no to candy because you told them they weren't allowed to have candy at a friend's house, you you have a much bigger no, no, problem no. on your hand. I told them that candy would form a monster in their stomach that's going to eat its way out of their belly if they eat it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I guess I see it more as like a microcosm of things that actually matter. But yeah, obviously, I don't care about the soda. Mm, seems like you care a lot. About the soda? Yeah. I mean, Orange Crush is kind of gross. Because you should, before letting your kids stay somewhere else, let them know their allergy. Should they have lied and said soda's an allergy? Or just said they're not allowed to have soda. It sounds like they didn't say anything at all. Like, the kid just, they just gave them soda. They relied too much on the yeah. kid being, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's the issue. I would be more on your side if they had told the parent explicitly. Then I'd be like, you can't just make, like, unilateral decisions. Yeah, that's worth being upset about someone. Otherwise, yeah, it's kind of dumb. But I also I do know. think in general, in stating this rule, I get being like, they shouldn't be allowed to have soda at my house. I do think any rule like that, I think, I'm not upset about it, but I do think a reasonable parent would always understand that you should, like, you know, it's kind of a cheesy, it's like something Joe Rogan likes to say, but there is some truth of, like, everything in moderation, including moderation. Like, there's some mm. benefit in letting people experience 
things, including a child experience, like getting to drink soda. It's like, you don't, like, they don't do it in your house, they don't get it often. Let them have it sometimes, just to, like... You gotta have the grandma or the uncle that takes them out to get a soda. Yeah, otherwise it's gonna become, like, the thing they don't get to have, and it's gonna, Mm -hmm. like, they're gonna become an adult who drinks, like, two liters of soda a day. Yeah, yeah. Let them have a little bit on special occasions, and then it won't become this, like, taboo thing that obsesses their mind. Honestly, I think if you're a dental hygienist, you have access to really gnarly photos of bad teeth, and I feel like you should have done a better job of scaring your child. Ah, scare them straight. I've been in a dental office before. They get really gnarly with the photos. Find a uh, British person to come to your house and be like, you see, this is what happens if you if you keep Tom drinking Holland, soda. They're going to be like, I'm going to be beautiful. I'm going to be a beautiful little baby boy. I meant a regular British person, not one of those ones they make in the lab. I'm going to be a beautiful baby boy who doesn't act weird around black people in Chicago. Wait, what's this about? You know what I'm talking about. It's the photo of him and Zendaya hanging out in a coffee shop, and someone said, can we take a moment to appreciate Tom being cool with being around black people? I don't remember that. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. People are cool. That's so funny. Shout out to Tom being cool around black people. For real, though. What was he doing? Was he throwing up, like, a blood sign, or? Yeah. He was dapping <laughs> somebody up. He was like, time to pounce about Zendaya. <laughs> The science is on my side. I guess that's just about dental hygiene. I'm sure it's probably pretty bad for your teeth. Have we thought about the fact that maybe this mom is from the 1920s when there was like morphine and cocaine and soda? Oh, that's true. Do you think Orange Crush being trashy is a part of the problem? Do you think they would have been okay with like a LaCroix? Well, then we're going back to is it the sugar or the bubbles? Because if it's the bubbles, then no. If it's the sugar, then yeah. Mm. A little pomplamoose? What's the like Italian one that has sugar that is like a soda? Uh... Like a blood orange soda? I love that one. Yeah. Uh, what are they called? I know the one at Trader Joe's. I don't. I, and I actually, Marshall served it at his dinner, but I can't remember what the actual brand is called. But I know what you're talking about. San yeah. Pellegrino? San Pellegrino. Okay, I was thinking of a different thing. But yeah, that's the one they put real fruit juice in. Which, by the way, we haven't done our sparkling water episode yet, but I will go ahead and spoil it. Spindrift. Best one. San Pellegrino. You think they would have been okay with a classy option? I do love that this kid's mouth was orange tinted. Yeah. How much did yeah. they drink and how much did they just get you on You have to face? wonder that, that that's what the evidence was. <laughs> They're just letting this child go crazy. What's she lapping it up like a dog out of a bowl? Like, how does that happen? You know what we didn't talk about off top? How you, are you a fan of Orangina? Yeah. Good, right? Mm-hmm. When was the first time you had Orangina? I grew up in France, my friend. Oh, okay. I was going to say I had it at Ben Schaefer's house because he famously had a foreign exchange student from France come to his house who taught him about Nutella, Orangina, and like one or two other things. Oh, I didn't know that Nutella like was a French thing. I think it might just be, I think it's Italian, but it's just generally European. Mm. Well, not anymore, but I could see that having been true like in 2007 or whatever. Yeah. I mean, Pepsi used to be the Carolinas and now it's, that's not true. <laughs> that's <laughs> how things 2007? work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, yeah, yeah, I remember what only we do about Pepsi growing up. And people just act like they always knew about it. All right, do you want to read uh, the answer? I grew up in a you-can-have-a-half-can-of-Mountain-Dew-once-a-year family classic. That's in quotes. That's a type of family we all know about. Keep in mind that in Canada, Mountain Dew was actually caffeine-free at that point in history. I am now, it's so funny how many different things about sodas you have to worry about. The caffeine, the sugar, the artificial colors, (laughs) the artificial flavorings, and then the actual sugar and stuff. I don't know. I am now rarely without a Coke Zero in my hand, which is apropos of, 
Cocasero. Which is apropos of nothing in particular, but just to say that I believe I can emphasize, empathize with your daughter's lust for carbonated freedom. I also do not let my kids have soda at home, so I can get where you're coming at from as well. At home! Exclamation point. Lady, I truly do understand your reasoning, but gestures outward. The world is the world. If you do not trust other parents to basically have your child's best interests at heart, don't let them play there. Would I feel differently if your child had an allergy or diabetes or some other medical condition? I would. But this is an individual parenting call, and those grind to a halt at someone else's house. See also, playing video games, only getting one cookie, whether or not you watch the Disney Channel, etc. You've probably already burned the bridge with this particular set of parents. Please, please do apologize and bring them some muffins and tell them you had to watch your boss yank 12 teeth out of a fourth grader or something that day and were on edge. Going forward, you can possibly mention up front that you'd rather your kid didn't drink soda, but I'm inclined to advise you just to make your peace with what you don't know. What I can tell you is that even in 2018, soda is not such a universally hot button hot button topic that you can expect other parents to call you to ask permission for it. That's unreasonable, and you'll wind up in a lot of fights over it. All right, pretty reasonable. I feel I feel vindicated. I feel like that matched uh, my energy. Yeah, yeah, I can dig it. I can dig it. Paul, are you ready for a third segment? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Um, one of the things about sodas is that they are ubiquitous um, in the modern world and in the fictional world. And so Paul and I are going to go through a list of fictional uh, fizzy concoctions and rank them on a scale of d- dying to try to don't care about it all. Um, so I'm sure you have some in your head. But I can guarantee you, you do not have as many in your head as are on Wikipedia, because there are tons. So, Paul, let's get moving through this. Yeah, let's do it. When we talked about this originally, the only one I could think of was Purple Flirp. And I think you can only think of the one from uh, Futurama, right? Uh, the one from Futurama, yeah, and New Cola from uh, uh, Slurm is from Fallout. Futurama, and New Cola is from Fallout. Yeah. Mm-hmm. New Cola. That's how your mom would say it. That's the Spanish way of saying New Cola from Fallout. New Cola. Aye, aye, aye. Okay, many works of fiction have incorporated into their world the existence of beverages or drinks made for popular consumption. Da, 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 da. Okay, here we go. Okay, alcoholic or intoxicating. Are we skipping these or are we going for these? Your choice. Uh, scroll through quickly and see if there's any media that we like. Okay. Um. Do you know Clockwork Orange? Uh, What is that one? Like something milk? Like power? Not power milk. Like something milk? Yeah, Maloko Plus. Milk Plus. Milk Plus. Yeah, that's what it is. And it's like opium, right? It gets them like hyped to do crimes. It gets them into the mood for ultraviolence. Yeah. It's laced with one of three possibly illegal drugs. I, I wouldn't try that. It seems, the Clockwork Orange universe seems horrifying, and they mostly seem to do rapes and murders. So I don't know if I need to try Milk Plus. Yeah, I'm not a fan of the milk thing aspect of it more than anything. <laughs> uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. What's uh, what soda's in that? I've also read those Pan books, Galactic Gargle Blaster. I can't remember that. Those books have so many weird things like that. I guess the effect of drinking it is like having your brain smashed out by a slice of lemon wrapped around a large gold brick. That sounds like a joke from from that. Yeah, uh, Victory Gin from 1984. Nothing that interesting. Victor- I've also read 1984. God, what is my memory? Victory gin. What's special about that? Is it not just gin? 
Yeah, it was just the government anything. supplied gin. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Battlestar Galactica, Ambrosia. Ooh. I also can't remember that. Holy shit. Is that not just like normal? Like, that's just alcohol, right? Like, that's just what they drink. I think it's just fancy, yeah. Yeah. All right, let's get past the alcoholic ones. Let's go to, uh, let's go to, oh, there is a video game one, Nuka Cola. Dart. That's the alcoholic variety of Nuka Cola. Oh. From Fallout 4. Did you play that game? No. New Vegas was the one I played. Oh, Fallout 4 and Nuka World. You get to go to Nuka World? Mm-hmm. Now I gotta play it. Okay, now we're going to the non-alcoholic ones. Um, okay, in literature and print. Okay, in film. Is this the snail movie, Turbo? Yeah, there's <laughs> one from the snail movie, Turbo. Uh, Adrenalade. Ooh. A potent energy drink promoted by five-time Indianapolis 500 champ Guy Gagne. Uh, it contains ingredients such as a bunch of shit. <laughs> <laughs> With the fine print is not recommended for ingestion. I would one hundred percent try that. That sounds like it's it sounds like Adderall. I mean, if it's being touted by a champion, I want to be a champion. Booty sweat energy drink. What is this one from? Tropic Thunder. Tropic Thunder. I do like that movie. Is it from like one of the fake commercials that like Robert Downey Jr.'s character is like in at yeah. the beginning? Um, it's the one that has the rapper who's uh, promoting it. I don't remember it specifically. What what are some is there a description of what the drink is supposed to be like? Nah, it's just cool. It has big booty bitches around it. Yeah, I, I, I would try that. I mean, I I feel like the marketing it's like it makes sense. It's like so absurd, you're like intrigued. Yeah, I'm into it too. Uh you don't mess with the Zohan. Do you remember that movie? It was the one with Zoe Deschanel and I forget Paul was it Paul Rudd was the Zohan? Who was the Zohan? No, Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler and Zoe Deschanel was one of his sisters. Is that true? I don't remember that. I might be mixing it up with a different movie. That was such a bizarre movie. I never watched it, but I do re- like it had a massive marketing budget. I have to assume because I remember being like, I felt like attacked by the trailer on TV. He's an Israeli counter-terrorist commando with a widespread reputation for his promiscuity, promiscuity and superhuman traits. Despite his success and popularity in Israel, he has grown tired of the everlasting conflict in his country. He dreams of living his military career behind to become a hairstylist for John Paul Mitchell Systems in the United States. And in that movie, they had Fizzy Bublik, a soft drink in an unusually shaped bottle popular in Israel. But it was fake? It's not actually something popular in Israel? or <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's fake. Is Israel such a faraway place that we could, like, make up fake products and people would be like, oh yeah, it's basically a fantasy land that's popular there? I mean, I know you said earlier that I don't pick my battles correctly, but I think I'm going to boycott this one. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, same. I'm not trying. Uh, (laughs) You mentioned this earlier, uh, gut milk. From Only Murderers in the Building, Gut Milk is a fictional vanilla blast flavored supplement and MLM product featured in Only Murderers in the Building. I watched the first episode of that show. I have no idea how they could have possibly uh, woven this into the plot. Were you really not hooked by it? No, I was not. I did not care for it. I feel like I heard good reviews of that show. Not from anyone I know, but from like, The Wind. What's that one TV review website? Uh, AV Club? AV Club. I feel like I don't trust them. They like everything. Um, I mean, it sounds good. I would like good milk. 
I wonder if Gut Milk was one of their advertisers. It sounds like somebody trying to make up like a joke to make fun of like MeUndies or something. Oh yeah, I could see that. Um, I will say vanilla milk, pretty good. That's why I always liked almond milk, because it always had that tinge of vanilla in it. Oh, you know the basic plot that they're they cover. That's a podcast that covers murders in their building. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. So that's what I was saying. That's sustainable. I think the whole first season is about one murder, so all they have to do is come up with a reason for another murder to happen at some point, I guess, to have a season two. So is it just Nightcrawler? Oh, you I, okay, I thought you meant the characters have to come up with ways someone dies in their building again. No, 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 no. The characters are investigating. It's investigative mm. journalism of a murder that happened in their building. I remember the end of episode one, you find out that, uh, what's her name? They start a podcast because they're all Selena uh, Gomez. True, yeah, they're all true crime obsessed, and they start a podcast together. And then the like reveal at the end of episode one is that Selena Gomez was actually somehow involved with the person who was murdered. <laughs> dun dun. Uh, Buzz Cola from The Simpsons. I would try that. That seems like one of those products you could buy from Walmart at one point. It'd be like a cross promotional thing for like a new Simpsons movie, and they would like it would be like in cool packaging. Yeah, but I think the thing is, that it's going to taste like everything else. I think cola is just too general. It's going to either taste more medicinal or like more sugary. Those are your planes of variation. Yeah, but you would try it. You you wouldn't buy it for like a normal soda price and toss it, take a sip. Yeah, I'd probably do that. All right, slurm. Hell yeah, I'm trying to slurm. That's the good shit. Isn't there a dark story behind how it's made? It's made from a queen worm's queen jelly. It's made from a big worm's queen jelly. Okay. And you're into that? Well, they make it seem so good. They all get like addicted to it when they try the queen jelly's version. I guess it's... Oh, it's made from her regular jelly, but when she makes her queen jelly version, they become addicted to it. Also, if you get mm. the right case of slurm... You can get a golden ticket and win uh and win a trip to see Slurms Mackenzie. That seems exciting. Alright, how eager would you be to try Splode from the Truth.com? The Truth.com is a series of anti-tobacco parody product commercials. It is a canned soda described as having one hundred times the carbonation of ordinary soft drinks. So I think it makes you splode. <laughs> so wait, even though it's an anti-tobacco ad campaign they also felt the need to like be anti-soda as a part of it or that's an interesting take on this i think what they're saying is that they're making it dangerous by making it 100 times more carbonated i think they're showing the absurdity of like why would you try and do something this dangerous when it's as equally dangerous as smoking a ciggy oh it seems exciting to me that (laughs) to have a dangerous soda i think they their marketing has really backfired (laughs) into making cigarettes seem there's probably some truth to that yeah it might be like the dare campaign i don't want to try it that sounds a little bit too much for me i'll try it but i guess one of us is like a little bit of a bad boy one of us is it yeah really the bad boy this podcast uh pit cola from gravity falls peach flavored soda popular in the town of gravity falls named after director joe pitt i like the idea of a peach flavored soda mm. is it pitt's already a soda doctor you mean pib oh is it okay pib yeah is that a dyslexia thing that your brain just saw bees where t's were yeah yeah and if you make fun of me it's able <laughs> you've got a fascinating mind my friend um oh this is a pretty big one but uh it's like isn't it's integral to the show but i don't think you watch did you watch the increasingly poor decisions of todd margaret no 
it was a frustrating show. It was one of those shows where like season one ends doing a restart of the show and season two is just a restart of the show, but like they take it in a different direction, which I think can be seen as artistic. I found it tedious. Mm. Um, but yeah, the whole point is that he's, uh, he gets on a campaign to sell Thunder Muscle, which is an energy drink, which, uh, Todd Margaret, aka David Cross, aka Phil's older brother, is tasked with selling in the UK, which contains a chemical property sought by terrorists to create weapons central to many early plot devices in the show. Hmm. Now, the sound thing's It sounds a little too generic. <laughs> Thunder so, Muscle doesn't really get my engine revving. I don't really want to be in this universe. Uh, next we have a Disney Channel show, Amphibia, and their soda, Bamberry Blitz, high-caffeinated, fruit-flavored energy drink advertised as the drink that punches you in the face and doesn't stop. From Amphibia? I've never heard of that show. It's from, it's from 2020. It's also from an episode called The Stakeout, so I have to imagine the whole point of this is that it just keeps you awake. Oh. Man, Adrian, you should be a writer on a Disney show. Can you do that after getting a PhD in in, in, in uh, behavioral ecology? No, you can only get a job on the Futurama staff. Damn the Simpsons. Yeah, I'm going to have to write a whole episode where I'd come up with a theorem. Uh, I would try this. Sounds exciting. Um, If I needed to stay up one night, yeah, I would do that if I didn't have, Adder- if I didn't have Adderall. I mean, all these things are like trying to mock like bang energy drink, right? And stuff like that by being more absurdly Mm -hmm. in-your-face versions of that type of thing. We have Animaniacs from 2020, Hindenburg Cola from the episode Hindenburg Cola, German-made brand of soda favored by Dr. Otto Van Scratchensniff, has a very limited distribution, only sold in one store. Maybe that's the part of the plot. Oh, is this like a... They're on a journey to get Hindenburg Cola. Harold and Kumar thing, like they have to get to a specific place to get like a special cola they want. Yeah, yeah. How special could this cola be? How do, how do you feel? I'm just not that I'm not that interested in colas. Yeah, I wouldn't go out of like my the, way. The Bamberry Blitz, like that sounds good. I like the idea of a fruity drink. Colas? We have that here. Apple Blood from the Owl House. From the episode hilariously named Witches Before Wizards. I don't even know the show, The Apple House. Oh, The Owl House. The Owl House. Is this like a Netflix original or something? No, it's a 2020 Disney Channel show. It's like a 2B original? Never heard of it. I think you're just not watching Disney Channel as much as you used to. (laughs) Oh, you think the Um, kids are all about the Owl House right now? I think so. I think it actually is pretty popular, yeah. Nice. Um, Apple-flavored beverage popular on the boiling aisles comes in non-alcoholic and alcoholic varieties, the former sold in juice boxes. Ooh, Disney shows have alcoholic drinks in them now? Nice. I think so. I think they're kind of doing like, you know, a, uh, you know, uh, Adventure Time, Gravity Falls type, like, appeals to adults and kids. Uh, it's a Disney at night thing. It's like Nick at night, but for Disney. Mm-hmm. I'll try the alcoholic version. I kind of like the idea of a juice box. I'd probably do either. I'd probably mix it either way. You know what I mean? Come on now, brother. Come on now. All right. And now we're getting into some turf shit, Paul. But I know you love this. Butter beer. That's not a sody pop. It's in it's in magical slash fantasy beverages. Uh, yeah, I would try butter beer as long as I wasn't buying it because they have it official, Universal, right? Yeah, but that I wouldn't get it from Universal as long as it wasn't from an officially licensed Harry Potter thing where where Queen Turf gets any money. I'd buy it from like if somebody did like a fun thing at their own bar where it was very clearly skirting the law. What about Ent Draft? 
That's from Harry Potter? I don't remember it. I remember there was fire no, from rescue. Lord of the Rings. Oh, okay. Wait, so this list this list had had uh, butterbeer but not fire whiskey? No. Okay. Uh, Ent Draft from Ent- Lord of the Rings. I don't remember that yeah. from Lord of the Rings. It's an invigorating drink of the tree-like Ents. Do you think? Is that like part of the Similarian? I haven't read that yet. Mary and Pippin drink this while traveling, which results in both characters growing taller. Ooh, I'll take a hit of that. Oh, that must have been in the books then. Huh. Yeah. Tall? You know what Drink I always wanted to try Wish from those baller? books? I always wanted to try, I forget the name of it, but there was like this elvish bread that was like, it was like bread that you could travel with, with but it always like was yummy and never got stale. Sourdough? <laughs> I don't think, yeah, yeah, it was sourdough. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that just sounds like they learned what preservatives were. <laughs> Shut up, man. No, it's special elf bread. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, the BFG, Royal Doll. Oh, no. This is called Frobscottle. It's a drink which tastes of vanilla, and at the BFG's words, makes you whiz pop. <laughs> whiz pop. Makes you whiz pop, bruv. I'll take a hit to some Frobscottle. If the BFG was giving it to me. I know That's nothing about this. You're a roll doll head. What is that? The Big Friendly Giant? Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a book about a kid making friends with a big friendly giant who gives you a whiz pulp. Oh, no more questions. I think I read it in like fifth grade. I read that a long time ago. Okay. Last category is fictional beverages that were later marketed as real drinks. So we have the booty sweat from Tropic Thunder. We could have actually tried that if we had wanted to. <laughs> we should have tried all of these. That should have been the move. From the movie Idiocracy, we could have had Brondo. I always uh, thought that movie is... was kind of overrated. It never really appealed to me. Oh, you don't think it's inherently eugenic and uh, fascist? Oh, because of the message of it. Oh, I never really thought about it from that angle. But yeah, I am going to take the fact that I just naturally didn't care for it growing up and decide that it's a real principled political stance I have for not liking that movie. <laughs> this is going to be a hard one because I, I, I know someone who listens to this whose partner, is, at least at least you know a few years ago when we were more in touch, had a whole spiel during parties where he'd be like, the movie Idiocracy, like it just so perfectly like <laughs> forecasts what's going to happen in the United States. And I was like, ooh, a little bit of a eugenic take there. <laughs> um, Duff Beer from The Simpsons, that was something you could actually buy. Uh, Buzz Cola from The Simpsons. Uh, Rom- Romulan Ale from Star Trek. Oh, my dad was a Star Trek head. I've never really watched a ton of it. Okay. Slurm from Futurama, we could have had that. Yeah, Victory Gin was actually produced by Victoria Wine. Uh, oh, it is not deliberately styled after 1984. Uh, okay. Um, and I mean, that seems like a generic enough name that I would have expected it. <laughs> like, I don't know. That's more or less it. So, Paul, any uh, last things to wrap up this ip? Adrian, do you want to do your no cap first this time? I feel like you came up with this concept. You have more of an emotional connection to sodas than I do. I'm tr- I'm having trouble really uh aggregating my thoughts from the episode into a single big fact. No cap. If you ever take the effort to get a case of Blenheim's ginger ale shipped out to you, which I do recommend that you try it if you're not anywhere close by, it's not enough to pour it over ice. You have to let it get cold in the fridge before you serve it. Otherwise, it's a totally different experience. You don't get that bite if it's not actually cold. Big fact, if you're ever in Atlanta, check out World of Coke. It's uh, it's an alright time for what it is. 
It's also like diagonal from the first Waffle House. And diagonal from the famous uh, Georgia Aquarium. So you can do a lot there. And I think it's not too far from uh, the varsity. It's It's all in that kind of area where tech is. So there's a lot of good stuff around there. You'd be foolish not to. Um, I forget what park is around there, but there's also like a big famous park around there. So, you know, take a stroll. Peace Street Park? Olympic Park. Olympic Park, yeah. There's plenty going on. Enjoy yourself. All right. ATL ho. ATL ho. Bye. Bye.